0: Oh, exactly. I'm so popular. I'm here with my guest. Uh, Who the fuck are you?
1: My name is Kyle Heiner.
0: What are you doing?
1: Right now, I'm sitting in my grandparents office in Salt Lake City, Utah, because I should be in New York City or at my home in Portland. But I'm not. Thanks, coronavirus. And I'm a copywriter. Oh, wow. Why are we friends? We're friends because we went to the same fucked up little school, the Robert D. Clark Honors College at U of O, and we were in the same fraternity. And you were the reason I rushed.
0: Oh, I honestly was actually trying (laughs) to like think about like how I know you exactly. And my first memory of you, and I'm not sure if it's the first time we met, was in like the third floor lounge, like the study lounge. Yes. And you were, it was Wine Wednesday with mm-hmm. like Ashley and all of the, the girls. <laughs> and you told me you were thinking about rushing and I was like, who the fuck is this?
1: Literally, and then you had a Doco order and had to go get your Doco from the street and then like dementedly ate it in the lobby of GSH.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that part and I'm sure you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that was a classic, that was a classic. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> How's your quarantine been? (laughs) I think I've spiraled into madness just a few times. But overall, I don't know. I've had to, like, readjust being on the West Coast for a little bit. uh, And, like, really kind of reduce, I feel like, my gayness in front of my parents now that I'm, like, back with family so much. But I don't know. I feel like I've reconnected with people, which is great. um, Just because, like, I haven't had much time since graduation to like see any of like my friends from Oregon. So I don't know. I mean, there's there's pros and cons and I guess I'm reading a lot more. That's that's good. I definitely have been like getting through some books, which is exciting. Did
0: you actually go to Montana like you said you were going to?
1: No, I'm going to. Well, no, I'm going to Wyoming in like five days. What's the difference? Literally nothing except Kanye West has a ranch in one it's wyoming right i yeah. should know this because he did the wyoming like, albums yes yes it's in wyoming and i think him and kim are there right now based on some recent photos and like of her horses on her ranch with the really long black hair i was like what the hell kim she
0: this looks great her. i just saw the the <laughs> video of kanye west playing sonic
1: oh yeah the kid Cudi posted yeah he looked so happy
0: i know it was very charming actually mm-hmm. wait i have another thing to mentioned to ask if you saw I forgot what her name is but um do you know that Instagram influencer girl who's like like the art like the art critic or whatever and she went on that like a baited live show have you heard about this
1: oh yes oh yeah it was a Caroline Calloway or was yes yes
0: Caroline Calloway
1: yeah oh yeah
0: (laughs) I watched that today because Ava sent it to me and it's the most stressed out I've ever been during a video in my whole fucking life
1: well, the thing is, like, I didn't really know, like, I just know that all, like, a lot of girls love Caroline Calloway, and I've always see her name pop up in the timeline, and I never took the time to investigate, because I was just like, I don't care, but now it's like, I'm being inundated with this video left and right, and just like, I guess that's her personality, but it is so chaotic and stressful to watch, and I'm like, she, did, she's just going for it, she's like, can I get a cookie? I'm like, how are you saying this? <laughs> like, did- like, how? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you like? She, it sounded like an episode of Girls, like, like yeah. literally, like a live stream of Girls.
1: Ugh, thinking of Girls, oh my God, Girls is getting canceled again. Yeah, Lena
0: Dunham is canceled again, but she didn't even <laughs> do anything this time. She just existed.
1: No, she just existed, and somehow Girls came into like people are just chopping that one down. I'm like, y'all, I can, don't fucking care. Even, I don't I care. Don't care. <laughs> right? I'm like, you guys didn't watch it. You didn't get it. It's great. Whatever. Let's move on.
0: Like, like I understand why people would be hesitant towards girls but like mm-hmm. it's so obviously like a critique of the white women like it's not like i mean it is empathetic but it's like obviously like a scathing vicious attack on them like the
1: whole absolutely. show yeah absolutely and i mean like how are you supposed to like any of them you're not supposed to you don't it's impossible be, like, be any of the characters They're also sex in the city they're all awful people too so it's like hello it's just whatever i just think just like... is. they can't separate her character from her because it is they are close related I guess I don't know I'm done
0: (laughs) no matter what happens there's always going to be the episode of Patrick Wilson
1: exactly no matter what happens we have that and we do have Lena Dunham's biracial baby at the end
0: oh not
1: (laughs) with Riz Ahmed right yes right he comes in after his night of like limited series run on HBO and is like I'll do one more jaunt before I hop off for Venom
0: yeah, and then the baby is, like, so dark. So, like it's... it's there's yeah. <laughs> no way that, like, the two of them created that child.
1: Who was the casting director for that child? It better not have been Lena. Lena said, that one. I want that baby. <laughs> she went to the nurse's, like, ward at, like, in NYU. It was like, yeah, I need that baby. Thank you.
0: Oh, she's like Madonna. She just mm-hmm. picks the... I can't go any further into that or I'm going to get canceled. I have okay. to tell you that, like, kind of my goal with this podcast is to, like, officially get canceled.
1: I was going to say, like, there has to be at least some moment that will come out of this that will, like, soundbite, clip down, taken out of context, and that falls Zach Lesby. He's done.
0: Well, I got really damn close on another episode <laughs> where I almost said a slur. Not, okay, like, a like, racial one, anyway. Now is not the time for that, obviously. Right,
1: we don't need that, Zach.
0: No, I don't want anyone to say <laughs> racial slurs. Um, but I did almost say a different one. And I, mm-hmm. I avoided it. Good. Look at you. I know. Look at me go. Doing the, the base minimum to survive in this climate. Yeah,
1: <laughs> every um, day. Speaking
0: of slurs, let's talk about faggots, like the like gay people. <laughs> I've heard of them. Okay, so I have one question, and <laughs> yeah. it's gay people are on a binary
1: of good or bad. Which is it? Are they good or are they bad? I think my heart goes to bad because I'm like, I'm a bad person, but I don't know. I want to have hope for us, but I've been doing like a lot of like... <laughs> reading and stuff and i don't know i'm just having a hard time seeing like what my future as a gay man is gonna be like
0: let me open my drink to that we're having a highball <laughs> tonight girls
1: <laughs> yeah i'm cracking up on my cold brew love the time zone difference
0: oh yeah what it's like what 6 a.m sorry 7 actually it's,
1: it's actually it's eight o'clock i'm in like mountain oh, time since, that's I'm a little delightful. Bit more, since i'm a little bit more into the middle of america
0: okay well i i love that Um, I'm
1: looking at the Mormon missionaries walking by right now. Hi, boys. boys. Hey, boys. Wait, wait, what gay books have you been reading? I need to know. Well, I just finished Dancer from the Dance last night. Oh, my God. What did you think? I actually, I loved it. I mean, like, just because, like, I had read Faggots before that, and then I read another one. It's so
0: much more readable than Faggots.
1: It's so much more readable, which was fantastic. And I really, I don't know, like, I think since moving to New York, like, It has been awesome every time I read a piece about, like, gay life in New York, especially from, like, the 70s and the 80s, so I can get a better understanding, but, like, just the continual love for just going out and dancing. Like, I don't know. I miss dancing so much is what I've realized, I think, in quarantine. Like, I think when I'm, like, really sad, I just go and buy some weed and then smoke a lot of it and then put my AirPods on and go for a walk and just sort of, like, strut down suburbia and pretend I'm at a club, and I'm just, like i need to be dancing again and i know i think that was just like i was like underlining so much of it was like we may not have anything else as gay man but we have the dance and i was like we have the so dance true it's like we yeah. have the dance
0: i love i also love all the sequences in that book about right. like yeah that's like all my favorite stuff from it but um what have you been listening to? that's a gay thing is to like yeah pretend you're in a music video while you're walking yeah but what have you been listening to while you do that lately
1: well, I mean, my favorite quarantine album is Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia. Uh, I came right when I needed it, right when I was, like, evacuating New York, though I didn't really want to, but my parents were like, you can't stay there alone, you have no roommates, you have no one else nearby, there's no family, and I was like, T, that's true, and then I was just depressed in my childhood room. I don't know, her album came out and was like, I've already been, like, a Dua peep stan since the beginning, so, like, I was already gonna like it no matter what, but, like, I really liked it, so... I don't know, I feel like I definitely listen to that quite quite often. I just checked out Jesse Ware's new, like kind of disco album. I, I listened to fan.
0: 25 seconds of it, it seems good.
1: It seems good, right? Like I don't, I can't say I have a, f- a huge stance on it because I don't- I don't know who she one. is. Right, I don't know where she kind of came from, all these werewolves coming out of the closet. I'm like, hello. Okay, did, did she, woman. wasn't
0: she on the pink print? Is she? I think there's a song featuring Jesse Ware.
1: Let me that check. Named- yeah, that honestly sounds because I'm like I've seen that name before, or like she's like on like a y like young bandit type song or something. I don't know. Yes,
0: I'm right. It's the Crying Game.
1: Oh wow. Okay.
0: That's the only so I thing guess, I know her from.
1: I guess I'll have to like really listen to her then. Yeah, yeah my I actually... faggot
0: album has been Chromatica. I can't stop listening to it. And oh,
1: I... I forgot about that one. But I didn't forget I... about that. But I yeah. I do. Ju- I
0: have listened to it so many times. I am ashamed because the last thing I wanted in 2020 was to support Lady Gaga. I I just didn't want to do it this year, Mm -hmm. and now I have to.
1: I mean, I kind of wrote it off when I first heard it, but I do find myself coming back to it. Like, there is something there. There is absolutely something there that is- There's
0: also a lot of things that aren't there. Like, there's like five songs uh... in it that I refuse to listen to. I'm not listening to Plastic Doll. I'm not listening Mm -hmm. to Free Woman. I'm not no. listening to that Elton John, like, fucking Signed skeleton scream. I hate him.
1: <laughs> I like the first, like, 30 seconds, I think, of Sign From Above. And then yeah. I'm like, I can't think of another, like, five minutes, and I have that, like, audacious Sophie-esque ending that they're trying to, like, do. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. There's like a lot of right Sophie then.
0: on that album, despite the fact that she, like, didn't get featured on the actual product.
1: And then I think they said that there's, like, a deluxe album coming with, like, some new Sophie... Produce tracks from it. Like, yeah, stop, they've been saying that, us. so we'll stop we'll fucking us. see. Yeah, I'm done with it, Gaga. Like your merch, I've been seeing all the photos on Twitter. Like, <gasps> oh, I, I love it. The signed albums with just a literal check mark. Just, just, like, just literally, like, um, just like a check. <laughs> I was yeah, here. I
0: mean, is that not I've, enough for you, you gays? I have no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I mean, all this is related to gay people. But you say that you're driven towards putting gay people in in the bad the, the zero of the binary. Mm. what What's your impulse?
1: I guess I just feel like we I don't know if it's I just don't know if like we're looking for if we're more hopeful or more critical and I just think as gays we're more <clears throat> critical at least I am and I just feel yeah. like all the criticism not only tears other people down, but just tears ourselves down and we just become a little bit more malicious. And especially like the younger kind of scene or like where I've seen in New York, I see so many of like the, the hell's kitchen gays, like the gays like that, like I'm worried that I'm going to become. And I'm like that almost I'm, I'm like, I don't want to become just a, like, I definitely do go to the gym and like, I, I want the eventually like the body that like every gay man like attains for or whatever. But I'm like, Ugh, it just seems so i'm like i just don't want to be like another identical just like gay man in the crowd and especially like so many of them like on twitter and i know that twitter is just its own like world but i can't pretend as like the entire world um but it just feels yeah. like such like a, a microcosm i just see so many like gay people and it's whether they're like pretending to be homophobic or they are homophobic towards each other or like everyone's just attacking each other i'm like i just it just seems so negative and i can't see the positive but i know that like we are all people and we all will do great things and there is hope to be found but at this moment in time i'm just like "Ah." like what are we doing what are we doing
0: yeah see like i believe innately that gay is like a good thing but Lately, it's been very challenging to maintain that stance because, like, like you said, all these, like, really young gays are, like, feigning homophobia all the time. Yeah. And, like, I know it's funny to a degree because, like, I also partake in that humor from time, like, you know, from time to time. Absolutely. But it's reached, like, this frightening and dramatic new scale that I have never seen before. Like, basically, all of these, like you know, between, like, I'm gonna say, like, 18 and 22 year old, like, gay men are just losing their shit, like, mm-hmm. and it it's, it started kind of as a joke, but, like, now, like, the praxis is, like, not based around humor at all, like, people are really serious.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting, because it's, like, yes, I see so many of, like, the younger gays, like, attacking those, like, 30 year old gays, which are, like, but I'm like, there is only so much of, like, I feel like, obviously, documented gay history or, like, just being simply out and proud and, like, in the media or in just society and, like, young gays especially are, like, yeah, they're still, like, they're very vocal on Twitter, but, like, not in person, like, or maybe out and Oh, about of course. Like they're probably live. not even
0: out of the closet, you know? Most right. of these, like, yeah.
1: So I just feel like there is there's just a lack of understanding, I guess. <clears throat> and I just think there's, they just haven't, there's so much love for them to experience, but, like, this rampant like homophobia that's coming from the gay community that is going viral by like young people on Twitter. it just seems like it's so much. I'm like, how are we how can like all we get is messages from not only ourselves but others I'm like this isn't this isn't help this isn't healthy anymore like that I I don't find him funny I'm like I don't find like, it funny at a striker I'm like we can bully him but for like other people like we can be <sighs> I'm just done.
0: It's so weird to me, like, and it it really feels to me like it came out of nowhere. Like, honestly, like, the turning point for me was, like, um, like, the Charlie XCX scandal last year when, like, a gay, like, posed with with her and poppers, and then, like, (laughs) leagues of these, like, fucking, like, wokey, like, closeted left gay boys, like, started, like, attacking the kid because they thought that he was, like, sexually harassing her, and I'm, like, she like literally started her career working in raves like she yeah. knows what she's doing like she like it's, she it's also so bizarre
1: tries to sell her own poppers like that was like a whole joke of hers on twitter it's like she clearly loves this space and that's how she's found her fan her fans out of it so it's like it doesn't seem like that far of an extension but damn the piling on like the on, piling on, on. it's like
0: oh well it's just so obviously not about like protecting her it's this is like my base thesis about like kind of like what's going on with this like weird you know backtracking towards homophobia is that um most gay young men are like unsatisfied with their lives right like they're not like Mm -hmm. pleased with like the kind of like virtual equality that we've achieved like in america we have marriage equality and you know a degree of protections so like most of like the you know goals of mainstream gay culture have been achieved but everyone is still unhappy because you know the gay issues and like the problems of our mental health and everything it's like not so much about society but like about you know the shame of having to come out to yourself and then like the shame of having to come out to other people and like it's so traumatic that everyone is just like deeply upset and <laughs> like instead of you know Literally. being like Progressive about it and like trying to make like, you know, I don't know like just do something with it or like learn from it Everyone just like wants to like be like I hate gays. I'm not associated with the rest of them. They don't represent me That's not what I am
1: Right. I see so many of the means of like I am stepping out of the LGBTQ community or I'm no longer a member of the gay community Oh, and then can we even like I mean this kind of continued again this discussion into pride i was like what was it the
0: <gasps> oh my god i am so posted, happy we get to talk the, about this
1: the person who posted the the bandana yeah. around there yeah whatever. so there it's was like, yeah you explain it to, for us please. Yeah,
0: the, to clarify there was this um um like muscular gay man who was like this is my pride outfit and his outfit was just like a bandana wrapped around his thigh so it covered his dick and like nothing else and then everyone freaked the fuck out for real
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like gay Twitter was up in a storm and it expanded then from gay Twitter because there's already so many people that like aren't gay that follow like members of I guess the community and then just like expanded far reaching into like all sorts of Twitter. And there's just like a whole discussion about like white gays and muscle gays have like ruined pride by like putting their body out there or like fucking or whatever. And I'm just like the (laughs) it's
0: shocking to me.
1: I was just like what is this? Where is this anger coming from? and the
0: the the thing is is that people then start trying to like appropriate like well, Stonewall was a riot. like it wasn't about fucking. And that is untrue. Like it is a it was a riot. But after the riot ended, people were making out and fucking in the streets. Like there was like for the first time in like you know American history, like public displays of queer affection. and totally. like that was like the result of the riot. So obviously, like pride is about celebrating sexuality. And mm-hmm. then you know there's the argument, well, people want to bring their kids to pride i'm like uh, ugh, oh, okay they like, just just ugh, i fuck the kids
1: i fuck the kids like fuck, i'm sorry but like you don't need to bring your five-year-old daughter to pride like they're like, gonna forget it like they don't need to see it i'm i, don't, I just like what like, I don't what what? are they, what are they gonna pride. gain <laughs> there can be the, like a child's parade the, the, tomorrow the next day i don't know
0: yeah like i i sure i i will concede that there should probably be like a space or whatever where like there can be children, I guess. But like, also there should be many where children are not supposed to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Hello, like. Hello, yeah, I mean like I went to, cause like I was at, uh, I remember cause the first, I've only been to two like Pride parades yeah. since I've like come out essentially. And the first was when I first got to New York in 2018, mm-hmm. right after graduation. And I literally got there like the Pride weekend, like end of June. And I went to, like, Lady Fags, Ladyland Festival, like, her first one that she did. And Sophie did that set. And, like, yeah, uh, Sophie and, like, Kim and Aquaria was there. It was just such a great night. And, like, I don't know. That was my first time just, like, being surrounded. It was essentially a circuit party. And I just had never seen so many gay men before. It was, like, how they describe in so many of these books. Like, people first go to Fire Island, first go to there. And I was, like, yeah. Like, everyone was shirtless. Everyone was hot. Like, everyone was, like, making out. Like, sure going to the bathroom and fucking and stuff but i was like whatever i'm just gonna do some molly listen to sophie have a great time <laughs> but like i just remember just like the next day like i went to pride and like i didn't have like any outfits all i brought was like like old navy clothes that i used to shop at Kohl's and stuff and i was like mm-hmm. put a little flag around my neck and i had a great time but like come 2019 like it was the 50th anniversary it was new york world pride like there was just so right. much more like energy coming into last year's so like And I remember, like, I was definitely, like, really in my, like, my bag of, like, my sexuality. And I was, like, I almost, like, was tempted just to, like, wear my, like, little, like, whitey tidies like, with the little pride thing and just, like, go that way. Because I'm, like, I feel, like, ready and comfortable to do that. And I wouldn't feel, like, judged in any way. But now it's, like, could I even, like, what am I supposed to wear a pride, like, a full, like, suit? Is that what, like...
0: Yeah, what do you people want from us exactly? Like, right. do you want to like? I don't want to wear a t-shirt. I want to wear a tank top. I want to like. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to dress slutty. Like, let me. Like, yeah. Ugh, it, the thing for me is that I don't even. I can't even believe that I have to state this, but like, we have been sexually repressed like our mm-hmm. whole life. Like, I don't care if people think that gays are completely equal now because it will never be that way for a, at least for a very long time, because it takes so long for us to even like understand our own sexuality. Like the wrestling you have to do with that is so painful and so long that like, if there's an opportunity to do whatever you want and dress however you want, and like finally like find like some verification and satisfaction, like why shouldn't we be going for that? It's just, is so weird to me that people right.
1: can't see this. And it's like our sexuality, I mean, so much of it is based on the way that we have sex and like how we, like our sex is not straight sex in any way. And it's like, that really makes us so much different. And I think that people just are still, they just think so many, especially young gays who haven't had as much sexual experience. And I'm not saying that they need to jump in and dive into it, but I really think like the more like gay sex I have and just like more like awareness and open-mindedness to it, I'm like, there is like so much here that with it comes this like newfound like like understanding of it all and i just like i remember going to like a bathhouse in amsterdam like i remember mm-hmm. i've never i'd never been to a bathhouse before and like you had told me about it like i feel like yeah. you have been always been like steps ahead of me obviously because you've been out for much longer but like i've always been like okay what is exact like, reading what is like what exactly like, done like what is there still out there and like the more I'm, like i expose myself to it like i went to the bathhouse in amsterdam and it was like i was by myself i was like a little drunk off tequila and i was like okay i need to go in and just do it but i mean like going in there and like having that experience and then like, coming out of it i'm like i'm like it was like beautiful that we had this space that we made this yeah. space for ourselves and i like loved it and yeah like when i try to describe it to a straight person they're like that sounds scary or awful or evil and i'm like i felt totally safe and protected in there like yeah i never felt like i never felt like scared and i feel like but we perpetuates still this like image that like gay sex is unsafe and scary and evil and predatory and it's like even from within our own community and yes there are still predators and i will not discredit that but like overall it's like we're creating this larger myth that it's still so hard to break and i uh, and it's so frustrating because i'm like it makes you especially like younger gays who haven't had any sex yet like already like ashamed it makes it even more
0: ashamed yeah yeah I mean, there's like that really good, there's a great line in um, like Faggots by Larry Kramer, which we you mm-hmm. know, which were talking about, but about one of the characters who goes to a bathhouse and he's like, I want to throw myself into the pit of sexuality. And it's like, I know exactly what he's talking about because, you know, when we're growing up as gay people, we don't even think that we have like any sexual reality in front of us, you know, like there's nothing. And so when mm-hmm. you discover that it's there, it's like, it's like a sublime experience
1: right yeah i mean like reading about once again like that's the thing is like being stuck here like this pride month in general like i'm being like in like my parents home where it's like i'm back to more of like a straight passing self compared to where i was last year and like how like last june i was like at fire island for the first time and like i was just like sure, I didn't go as hard, because I did black out, but like didn't go as hard as I was, like, expecting in terms of, like, having, like, sex everywhere. But, like, it was mm-hmm. all there, and it was just, like, beautiful to see, and, like, finally, like, see these places and actualization come to life in front of me, and it's, like, there is, like, this gay world out there. It's just hard for, like, I guess people to find a way in, especially in their, like, small areas, and the only way in they have is, like, finding these communities on, on Twitter, on social media. But, with all of that, with all of social media, it's all everyone's personal gain. It's all personal yeah. gain and whatever is the hot topic, hot trend, which right now is homophobia from gays towards other yeah. gays.
0: And um, I hope it changes, but I feel like it's going to take like, I don't know what it's going to take at this point for like the cultural like Morris to shift again because yeah. it it's been just like sinking deeper into this kind of thinking for a long time. And like, I just, I don't even know like what to do except just, I don't know. It's all very Western as well. Like Mm -hmm. this problem, because like over here in Japan, everyone is repressed. Like everyone, Mm -hmm. no one comes out of the closet. Like it is so taboo, like that. It's just shocking to me that like these Western gays are imagining that everything is, you know, everything is like fine and gays have got their equality and now they need to stop being such dirty perverted slats, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And over here, it's like people do not experience that and are desperately fighting to be able to experience like the kind of society that American gays are now decrying. It seems selfish to me.
1: Absolutely. That's very, I mean, I kind of just watched this Netflix documentary because I was like, I need to just try to watch some more stuff because I hadn't Mm -hmm. watched anything. And I was on my road trip or whatever to Utah, so I saved it on Netflix. It was Dreamboat. Um, It's a documentary just about a gay cruise. But I think it's done from someone from Germany or France. Um, But it's just, once again, it's like a week-long gay cruise, and it follows, like, five people, one from, like, india from belgium who used to be from like the middle east like you have some men from france like that are, are disabled and like it just kind of like follows like six kind of gay men like on this cruise and just so much of it is like just all these international cultures and like i hear it and i'm like look at the, all these countries that are like literally like they cannot come out like there is no gay culture like within yeah. the country there is none of that versus america has been like at the forefront and like Really, like we are allowed to like be out and about and proud, and it's just like I feel like we're not. Some people still aren't cognizant of that, like reality and that opportunity. Um, and I don't know. It was just really. It was and though the documentary is not the best because it really doesn't dive deep into any subject. Um, I still found it just very fascinating, just to, like listen to these people talk and just be like, wow, like I am so lucky that I live in America and that I live in New York and that I can like go to all these like gay spaces and i really don't feel any fear like i constantly i've never i really i don't i don't know i guess i did was making out with a a man once on a park bench in union square and was like called a faggot but i was like okay good finally i was like hello (laughs) took long enough (laughs) i was like took long enough like i've been jumping around the city and like glitter and shit i'm like i've been waiting for somebody to call me out yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and you know i recognize that like there are are a lot of like problems with race in the gay community. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I also want to, you know, kind of make the frame a little larger and say that it's not like just gay men, you know? Like race is a big problem for basically all white people who are interested in men, you know? Mm -hmm. Like think about how many of like our female friends back in college, like fetishize or like creepy about like, you know, black men specifically mm-hmm. you know yeah. it, you hear it all the time and it's like i i think that yes the gay community needs to like work harder about the way we address race especially like on grinder and getting rid of like race filters and you know that nasty kind of stuff but i think it's more like all white people need to like work on their weird fetish shit where they can't have sex with anyone who isn't white
1: mm-hmm. absolutely i mean just the fact that like i remember growing up and like in middle or high school and like hearing the term jungle fever for like what girls had and I like it was just like oh like it's a normal thing for all these like popular white girls to want to like date like the black like superstar athlete or whatever just because they like black or whatever and it was just like i've been like i have perpetuated by this image but long before like i realized that the gay stereotype within it but just like the straight one as well and i think you're absolutely right like all white people need to look at our own like preferences if that is even something to say like when it comes mm-hmm. to like sexual partners and like what are you like really looking for like is it dependent like on the person's race or are you just like looking for certain physical attributes like are you looking for how people will respond when you said that you had sex with this person like i don't Mm -hmm. know there's so many sort of like things that we have to kind of pull back with it but yeah it is not just a problem for the gay community no but i'm glad that we are starting to have this discussion i mean like we also that's the thing is like i'm reading these books about like yes the 70s and the 80s are like trying to like dive a little bit deeper and like just watch the normal heart or whatever, and it's like, I am trying to imagine like, we have grinder, you know? Like, our generation has yeah. grinder. Like, like, that, literally we Grindr, have changed Grindr changed like, everything. everything. Everything, yeah. everything. Everything. Like, 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 I don't go cruising, I don't go to, like, a park and just, like, stand there. Like, I don't need to do that. No, <laughs> like, that's like, just, like, I can just, <laughs> check. You <laughs> can just check
0: your phone and see who's, like, within a thousand feet of you.
1: Right. It's, it's, it's changed everything, and, like, the way that then all these, like, messages, I think, from, like, older mm-hmm. gays, or, like, gays that don't have, like, as many friends in real life or whatever that come off maybe as like weird or whatever, then like can we they can get screenshotted and No, it's it's cruisy, you know, exactly.
0: It's like they're 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 doing what they know, what they learned Mm -hmm. and like how, you know, they developed as gay people and then, you know, when they have to adjust to such a huge shift in culture with like grinder and technology in general, like, of course it's not gonna translate really well. And it breaks my heart when I see like, gay men, like, young gay men who are like, oh my god, this old guy messaged me. Like, how gross. And, like, he wouldn't, he, sometimes he, the, the, the old guys don't even say anything weird or creepy or they don't, don't even know. say like a dick pic. They, they just, like, say, like, hello. And I'm like, get over uh, yourself. You and fucking, I, you yeah. fucking freak. Like, you selfish little bitch. Like, you selfish little twat. Like, mm-hmm. how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> the
1: fact that I just, I don't, and I think about, like, truly, like, old gays in our community that are still here with us i'm like like the how can you not value them how can you not look at, like we already like have never really had like elders or like anyone no because we lost us, so. a
0: whole generation of them to right you know, to fucking aids and like we had no elders we had mm-hmm. very few people like contributing mm-hmm. to gay culture and to gay art for a long time there's like a huge like gap in our consciousness right. when it comes to thinking about gayness and it's like if you interact with an older gay man and you you know codify him like that and you treat him like that like oh my god like just fuck off like you stupid little twink i hate you I'm like, like the that is this that is what we we've already on gone through all. and now
1: at the final like at the finish line it's like oh we have this like 18 year old twink with like who like posts like photos like on instagram of like a face i'm like i'm just like shut up like shut up like shut you up. just don't shut up i don't want to hear what you have to say. i literally I already sound like old, but I'm like, I I literally don't care what you have to say. You skinny little, like, literally
0: Any night, like, any gay that is in the closet and under the age of 20, their opinion means shit to me.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't know
0: anything. You don't know anything. Yeah. Like, you just wait and see, bitch.
1: I'm about (laughs) to be 24, I am elderly. (laughs) i know it's like i'm almost like halfway to 30 and then as we say in the gay community we're done we're off the market
0: yeah we're, <laughs> like, we have to we have to transition into daddies like in the next decade
1: uh, that is the craziest thing is like we already are late when it comes to like exploring our sexuality like in comparison to like oh my god there was that tweet that was recently which is like how many of y'all like skipped class like go oh, fuck or whatever like in like high school or something and like a thousand hundreds of thousands of people like straight people like retweeting and stuff and i'm like i never did you that fucking like, little
0: as... rabbits like yeah you little exactly.
1: breeding <laughs> rabbits and then like, we don't get to do that oh. until later and then like oh. by the time that we get start get into that then it's like okay well our time is slowly like closing in because then like it's like we just value youth and beauty so much within the community so that's why i'm just like what what like it's Lana Del Rey like what when I'm no longer young and beautiful like will you still love me
0: well on that beautiful <sighs> note let's take a break yeah. shall we I think we shall We were just touching a little bit on social media, but yeah. I really want to hear
1: about branding <laughs> from the Kyle Heiner. <laughs> right, yeah. As so, as someone who's an expert in the advertising space and all about focusing on how brands come across to the general public, I think I have a lot of really valuable information and knowledge.
0: Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. Let's forget about that.
1: <laughs> Delete. Control-Alt-Delete that entire thing. Please. No, that's going
0: straight in. You're fucked. I'm exposing... age.
1: I'm going to add. That... Week.
0: Do you know Dasha from Red Scare?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She follows me on Twitter now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she listens so, to this. I hope she listens to this and then she'll drag you forever for what you just said.
1: Hey, girl. Hey, Come queen. on, and Follow me at Kyle for President. I'm using this opportunity. Everyone who's listening, Kyle for President with a Z. Okay. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I feel like everyone <gasps> has to brand now. Like everyone is branding. We're all yeah. branding. Mm-hmm. Okay, what does it mean though? <laughs> like my yep. idea is like everyone is like cultivating an image, right? Like everyone is trying to like engineer like a picture of themselves to like put on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. I Am think they missing it, anything
1: there. It, that's really all it is. I feel like with it, I just. Before kind of social media seemed to just be like when we all kind of got it, especially coming into like Facebook and Instagram, we're all just yeah. like, oh my God, let's just post everything that's happening in our lives. And like it was kind of a stream of consciousness. We were all sort of figuring it out. And then I think it really became just slowly into a bunch of bits. Like everyone kind of has their bits or their things. And now like yeah. you have to like magnify that like to the extreme and you kind of cycle through them, especially like on Twitter. It's like, what are like the three topics because like Twitter's all about topics <laughs> just like yeah. what like topic can you insert yourself into and what angle do you take like i don't know like without even really knowing it i think my first bit was like pitbull like my senior year of high school like i was like i was joking around like mr 305 like i kind of liked yeah. his music i love timber like that song always got my booty shaking with kesha in the in the bars whatever as, as i say as like a 17 year old but mm-hmm. like i don't know like i just kind of took that with me into college and like i had like the Pitbull poster and then like I dressed up as Pitbull for Halloween and like I don't know like all of a sudden like I really took Pitbull's image in Mr. 305 and turned it to the 503 of like the Oregon area code and like all of a sudden like my brand was Pitbull for a little while and that just kind of became like an extension of self where like I don't even feel like that is me but it was just something that I communicated on Instagram or on Twitter or like yeah onto like the social world oh my god there's a home phone here (laughs) Um, are
0: there still home phones on Earth?
1: At my grandparents' house, there are. Let's wait oh. Ring, ring, bitch. Oh my god, the phone speaks. I need them to answer. Wait, it. is there going to be a voicemail? From Wells Fargo. <laughs> They're calling. They know I switched banks. I switched Far- to Chase. <laughs> They're like, we know you're here, Kyle. Uh, okay. Oh, Back that was to- just stunning. That was stunning. <laughs> yeah, so there are still home phones in Salt Lake City, Utah. Let's not forget.
0: Um, I think was what I was gonna say is that I know what my first brand was, and I don't even think I did it, like, self-consciously, but it was, like, uh-huh. social justice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in high school, I was really all about it. And I'm thankful because, <laughs> you know, I got to learn a lot. I, like, I forced myself to learn really quickly about stuff that I wouldn't have otherwise. But retrospectively, like, I don't want to participate in that.
1: No. And I, I feel like the same way. Like I honestly had a similar awakening in high school and like yeah. freshman year as well. Like I took like the rights and incarceration ship. Like, I mean, this like the Ferguson protests. Like I remember going to my first protest in downtown Portland over like Mike Brown and like, and like all of like my like social handles. Like I was very much entered that sphere for a little while. Like that was all I like, cared about. But like, eventually like, yeah, I, I kind of kept finding my way through. And then like freshman year, I was super into like Oregon sports. Like I loved the football team. I loved going to that. Like, I just feel like my interest kept changing but like your interest stayed like permanent like on the internet <laughs> like you could like it just like yeah. you know, have a tangible timeline of like what like you kind of were interested in and like what are you choosing to brand it's like how artists have their eras or whatever like it's right. like what's your new era <laughs> it's like i okay, feel well, my new era is like film twitter or like my new era is like i'm gonna start video gaming i don't know like you can kind of just like people yeah. like really take that vernacular of the pop star, I just think everyone has a conflated self, a conflated sense of self, especially on the internet. And especially as like, we all like within certain like areas like buy for followers and the idea of like mutuals and like all this sort of stuff. It's like, okay, well, what what do we know that you're going to kind of tweet about? What stances do you similarly take? Like people are kind of expecting the same sort of like critical eye on like these certain topics and like the things that you're automatically going to always reply to. Yeah. I don't know, like it becomes exhausting.
0: And it's also fascinating because it really fell apart during like Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. when people had to try to figure out how to keep their content on brand, but also Mm -hmm. like fight for racial justice. And it was pretty fascinating watching like a lot of people just like abjectly fail to pull it off.
1: Oh, (laughs) like yeah, huge mistakes like left and right from both like the like literally minuscule level of just like the random person that we know to like the high level of like the brand, like the actual corporation where it's like, you truly have nothing to say. I'm like, capitalism and racism go hand in hand. And like all these like Fortune 500 companies that are like, all right, let's just donate. I'm like, no, like let's, I can't, I can't even go into that. Yeah, you cannot
0: like buy, like, you cannot buy your way out of being like in the (laughs) capitalist machine. Like unfortunately it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, Um, but it's interesting though, how you're right. Like the influencers or like, The celebrities or like the pop stars and it's like okay what's going from like the music angle or like let's try to take this like angle on it but still no matter what like it just so so much just flops everywhere and it's just like (laughs) we see you for like what you are and i think it was definitely like exposing just kind of how i just feel like people just don't even it just is such like a robotic process almost they're like this is what my followers want this is who i am like they don't even truly believe anything i don't know it's just like i just know what gets good engagement and, like, what will work. And especially now as we enter, like, the age of, like, the Breonna Taylor, like, memeify. Like, I see so many people that are, like, like, how do I come into it, like, with my angle and then be, like, and by the way, Breonna Taylor's killers are still on the loose. Like, it just seems like such, like, a little, like, I still care, but I'm still, like, focusing it on myself. And I'm just, like, it's one or the other. Just, like, post about it, relay information, but don't, like, make it about yourself first. It just seems so tacky, but...
0: It's so tacky, and it's, like people really don't want to post about Black Lives Matter anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. they want to go back to posting about, like, you know, whatever it is that they do because, you know, they they want to get the satisfaction of, like, you know, having their image appreciated and, like, having their, like, representation, you know, engaged Mm -hmm. with. And Mm -hmm. they don't want to, like, focus on anything else except that. And so it's been, like, just in, like... It's been, like, honestly, like, a week since, like, the main like people who are like really like who are like completely changed all their content to like you know just a complete you know rebrand and now that's over for so many people
1: absolutely i see it's like they really were like they changed their profile picture to like the fist or they changed like their whole like bio and then their pinned tweet and it's like Okay, and now you can already tell because still, like, the timeline moves forward. Everyone moves forward, and especially, like, on the internet, like, there is so much just topics that will spring up as a headline that could just turn into a whole, like, debate for, like, two days, but then, once again, mm-hmm. we continue to move forward. But then it's, like, those people are, like, okay, but when do I, like, change my profile picture back, back. you know? yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and to it's me, like, like <sighs> when I was approaching it, because, you know, obviously, like, you know, even though we're kind of, like, jumping on brands or whatever right now, like, obviously both of us, like, partake in it. And, like, Mm -hmm. when I was thinking, I was, like, how do I want to, like, address, like, issues of race? And to me, it was, like, I want to call specific attention to, like, you know, tangible things that can be done. And But I also don't, I don't want to, like, like, stretch my image in a way that it makes it look like I'm, like, it's hard to explain, but I feel like I don't want to, like, How can I say this? I don't want to, like, change so much, like, for just a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want, like, to have, like, a a racial awareness era for two weeks. Like, I want to, like, just be like that all the time and, like, have my content, like, always, like, addressing it in some way or just, like, always, you know, in my day-to-day, like, existence, you know, having that be, like, a part of, like, my dialogue or whatever. Right. But, like then so many people on instagram specifically it's just like okay i had to post my seven stories today
1: mm-hmm. and i think that's where it's really interesting is honestly like twitter is one thing but it's instagram that's become the more interesting space because like I, I mean like yes i'm posting my stories and i see other people posting their stories but i feel even still i'm like are my followers like on instagram really like the audience that needs to like see this like yes it is good to like continue to explain some things because i know there's still a lot of like my followers or whoever they are that like maybe don't have as much interest or need some more like push to continue to like expand their mind and literally like awaken a little bit but it's like is my time best spent on facebook like where like the people on there that i'm friends with like i truly haven't spoken to in a long time and i know probably are much more like further back on this sort of like trajectory to like awareness and like i don't know like just like justice but i'm also like i i just don't want to be on facebook it's like i don't want to be in these certain place it feels like social media has now become like this once again like responsibility and like there's so many great tools that can come from it and there's so much greatness but it's once again people are still so concerned about their image throughout all of this that it feels like no matter what you're doing it's not Right, I don't
0: know. And it's it's, it's so hideously transparent, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can, it's really shocking how, like, just, like, one minor, like, one minor stroke in, like, the way you post something on Instagram. Just, like, one little thing you do can, like, completely show your hand that, like, you're struggling <laughs> to, like, yeah. articulate your identity about this. Like, and that you're, like, failing to represent, like, what you're trying to, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we're probably thinking of the same person when, <laughs> when I, I think of like a specific person with like a, I, you know a, a civil rights hand as a, oh. his, as his icon, yep. and then his yeah, content yeah. like fluctuates between pictures that are just like you know the whatever Insta like nicely laid out Instagram right the photo. aesthetically
1: artistic like justice yeah. for the people and it's like exactly recording. and then it's
0: like you know here's what I had for dinner
1: here's me at the bar and i'm like isn't your state like in like a major covid crisis but okay <laughs> like i it's like I, <laughs>
0: I look at all of that and it's like i see the strain like mm-hmm. i see so many people like not wanting to be canceled or be like seen as you know unaware or like seen as not but it's so obvious that they don't actually really like
1: care right and that's and so it's like, do I fault them more than the people who truly aren't posting anything? But then I'm like, I, I don't like know. I don't. Because it's I don't, like, yeah. Because like,
0: I know that a lot of people who don't post about it on social media as much are like probably being really vocal about it in their day-to-day lives, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, because they don't have to prove it. Like, there, right. there's a lot of people who are like, posting as a means of proving that they care about race. Mm-hmm. It's like a way to say, you know, oh, no, I care about race. Like, I posted this on Instagram. But I also think that there are people who are doing it earnestly, obviously. But i it's pretty evident to me when someone is doing it earnestly and when someone is doing
1: it for show. Absolutely. And I think, I think it really, like, social media now has, like, become... Just I, people are, like... People love to find different ways to express themselves onto the internet. But, like, there is still a huge... Extension of self like a gap between who you are in real life and who you are as the people that see you and what you do and post online like Yeah, they only are seeing whatever exactly it is you post and whatever those seven words that you use in a caption or like That's all that they are seeing. They're not hearing your inner thoughts They're not seeing your day-to-day actions of like what you're actually yeah. maybe like reading or doing or speaking to and it's this like idea that who we are on is the exact same as who we are as a person Mm-hmm. and i just think some people it's it's a really hard field to sort of navigate how do you communicate yourself and what that means and i even feel discommunicated from like how i appear like on like social media as well like i feel like i act in different ways in like sort of different spaces like the way like i speak on like twitter versus like instagram versus mm-hmm. like my finstagram versus like then i can maybe like post on like linkedin everyone so i'm like jesus christ it's like none of these people are real like they're not like the real me they're just like Kyles that I've made up and like thrown on the different internet, and I'm like, Right, these people like like, this over there, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a continuation of the mask that I've always worn in real life to like hide who I am, and now it's like I'm just kind of pulling like some certain features of who I am and placing them in certain places. And it's just like, once again, you're never seeing the full picture, you're seeing what I want you to see, and whatever you see might not be what I was trying to communicate. Like, once again, like, yeah, who knows, yeah, and I just think people.
0: It's true for everyone because like even when we're just speaking, like, you can't communicate exactly the image you want to project because words cannot perfectly portray the image that you're imagining, you know? So Mm -hmm. there's already that first like barrier of like allowing people to see like the image you want in in between like what's actually there. And then when you add like the presentation of social media to it and how you create like it's like it's a second image on top of it. So it's so disconnected that like yeah it's it's stressful
1: yeah it really it, is quite stressful like honestly the idea of like posting my next like instagram photo like for some oh reason, my god like, it's, stresses it's me. exciting do you think i have like it
0: is like <laughs> instagram is like the one for me that i cannot get right no <laughs>
1: Well, also because there's just a general, like, I feel like in general, so much of Instagram was based on, like, Twitter is like, I don't follow people that I know in real life. Like, I don't want to. I don't want them in that space. I still have that huge base, because that's how when I first started Twitter, we're all like, oh, let's just follow who we, like, know, like we do on, like, all of our other, like, social media. Versus, like, Instagram, it still is primarily, at least for the majority of us, like it's
0: people, people we that
1: we know. And like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't feel the same that I did when we met in freshman year of college. Like my content isn't going to be the same. And I, I think everybody in general sees a decrease in likes, like in terms of like post-graduation. Oh, and then yeah. I'm just like, am I getting it right? Am I doing this for myself? Like, who am I posting for? Like, what am I trying to post? Like. It just it creates so much anxiety every time I post a freaking Instagram photo. That's when like stories great. Like they'll go away or I'm like Yeah, I like Twitter, stories too cuz <laughs> yeah.
0: there's so much yeah, there's no pressure for a story. Like there's like n- not like that much immediate feedback to it. So like mm-hmm. if you post something it doesn't like rupture your sense of self if like it yeah. fails or something.
1: <laughs> like, Instagram can literally rupture your sense of self if you're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, people hate this. They hate me."
0: Well, the thing that's shocking to me is that I have like recently just out of fucking nowhere like people from middle school have started following me and i like i ran the fuck away from my middle school and i like went to a weird charter school in a different city and these people from middle school started following me and i was like oh my god look at all this nonsense on my instagram (laughs) like what
1: must they think yeah seriously (laughs) like i can't even imagine the image they have of me now especially when they haven't like there's been like an Eight year, nine year gap. Yeah. Oh my god. Holy well,
0: one crap. of them, one of them, one of my childhood friends found my Instagram picture of my eternal faggot tattoo.
1: <laughs> <gasps>
0: a classic. And, he, <laughs> and then he liked it and unliked it within two minutes, and I saw all of it happen, and I was wow. shook. I was petrified. I deleted the picture. <laughs> <gasps> that would floor me. No, I mean, I was like, oh my god, I don't associate with you. Like, I don't know you anymore. Like. We have not spoken to each other face to face in like at least eight years. And you went all the way back into my Instagram and dug up that picture from literally like six years ago. Like what the fuck? It was horrifying.
1: Seriously, shit. Yeah, I have turned at least off my Instagram notifications. So every time I open it, I pretend it's just like Christmas. I'm like, ooh, did I get a oh, like? I did the did same I thing. It's so, to- some, it's so much better. It's so, so much smarter. Much better. Yeah, yeah, I turned
0: off my Twitter notifications and my Instagram ones. Yep. I think the All Yeah. I, I get message I get message notifications. Message notifications. Same.
1: Yeah. Well, I we're was so like, woke. It is what it is. Like the thing is like as I watched so as like like to rag on Twitter and stuff, like I've had so much fun there and I've met literally people Oh yeah from, like and then I'd met them in real life too. Like we became like sort of following each other like twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, and then it's like wait, like I'm in New York and you're in New York too. And it's like, we've been DMing and even like, like pulled it into like texting and like even like watched a movie together, like over rabbit or FaceTime. And it's like, these are real people. and Like I've made real life friendships out of this. So it's like, yeah, me as too. much as I'm like, I hate this. I'm also like, I kind of love this. So it's hard.
0: Well, my thing is that Instagram is much faker than oh, yeah. Twitter is because like, because Twitter is like, you know, mostly text-based. It's like mostly like, your writing and your voice like more so than like instagram is like here's a like an image of something mm-hmm. i want to show you
1: mm-hmm.
0: but on and twitter just... i can like communicate like more freely i feel like yeah
1: i think i, I don't yeah, know, i feel the again, same I feel, way i so feel i feel here. less pressure just i can just kind of i just feel like what i do on twitter isn't real for me versus like instagram like okay people are like really like seeing me because it's usually like a picture of me in some way on instagram and yeah I'm always like, there's my there's my physical self for you to look at and to examine and like we kind of use instagram as like a way to like okay what do they look like it's like oh i'm dating somebody it's like let's see their insta it's never let's go check their twitter i'm like i honestly would rather see what their like their inner thoughts are and like what they find funny versus oh, like God. yeah I, I can see what they look like but we can all see what people look like
0: yeah like and uh, honestly on in- like people's instagram face like after this is like such an obvious like stupid comment but like the very like refined Instagram face, like the angle people put their faces at, the filters they use. It's like when you see someone on Instagram, you see like maybe fifty one percent of what they actually look like. You know, mm-hmm. all of this just makes me so glad that my boyfriend uses no social media.
1: Yeah, that is quite a blessing. <laughs> Honestly, he, I'm he's too for that old. To... <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> like I, he's like I tried to explain to him like how Twitter works and like why I do it, and I was like. I want to talk to people about my really like weird niche interests that like none of my friends are into, you mm-hmm. know. And he's like I have weird niche interests too and I just don't mind not talking about it. I'm like I don't know how.
1: It's like how I just yeah, I'm like my whole thing and I think with all like gay men as well as like we we long for connection. Like we long for the family, the community, that sort of just like finding other people that are just like we can speak about yeah, like how we truly are inside and like same way with like our niche interests it's like so many people in real life we're like stuck with physically because of like whatever factor especially when we're young growing up like based on like where our parents live or like oh girl for real you'd even know more coming from like much smaller town oregon like you're stuck with like what you got so it's like the internet has allowed us to like oh my god people do have the same interests as me and i can communicate with them but I just, it's hard knowing that like, it's still at the end of the day, I have to go outside and I'm like, I'm still around these people. Like I'm still in this <laughs> world. I still exist here.
0: I'm still here.
1: I know. But that's it's like a when beautiful
0: I'm like... note to wrap it up on, I think. Like we really brought it full too. circle somehow. That was beautiful.
1: Ugh, look at us, just two faggots chatting on the last day of Pride. Well, I don't know well, if it's still in Japan. My Pride
0: ended 12 minutes ago. Oh, oh.
1: oh. well.
0: While we were still... shouting about gays How beautiful is that <laughs> That's great This is so fun Please 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 please. we have to do this again
1: I honestly just like yeah Let's just do it and you can pick any topic And we'll just like chat about it
0: It was fun yeah this. <laughs> yeah I'm excited to put this up um, this was cute. I guess that's all for now Thank you Kyle
1: Yeah of course thank you Zach for letting me on your show Okay well we'll
0: talk to all of you later Bye everyone